0: Good evening Aston Villa fans, welcome to the Villa Forever podcast, I am your host Chad Williams. First of all, if you are new to this channel, please hit subscribe and you can follow me on all audio platforms as well. This evening I'll join my, my, my guest, Josh P. Vasana. And in a bit, my Wolves friend, Matt Byrd, who supports the Dingles, will be joining in a bit as well. I'll be doing the International Bright podcast. How how are you, Josh?
1: Yeah, not doing not doing too bad. Just had a bit of a busy few weeks at work. Um but lots of shows that we've got coming up um selling quite a few tickets for some of some of those um how about yourself
0: yeah i'm doing all right thank you man it was quite a tough day yesterday i, I mm. went to my um my friend's funeral oh, he that's, sorry that. away, which is, that's, that's all right but yeah he's a real good school friend of mine mm-hmm. and it really he really puts things into perspective
1: yeah yeah uh, well, not fair no nah, i think and uh, and that's the frustrating thing you, you know with the conditions that you guys have got it's, it's you you know you you especially chad you always try and make the best of what you can and yes. you're you're always going out to concerts and <coughs> sorry about that so, um yeah, you're always, you know, out and about doing volunteering, um, you know, going to concerts. I see you at the football on a weekly basis, so, you know, really it's about making you just the best of what you've got. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's the same with me as well.
0: Well, also, everyone, I'm using my platform to spread awareness about Duchenne muscular Dish today. So please all help spread awareness. Over the next few weeks I'll be showing different stages of douche. Year. This week I'm doing ages six to nine. And the information that you'll see, which will be very helpful. is at the bottom of the screen. All right then, let's let's get into uh, the football chat then. So, Josh, what is your overall thoughts? for South Southgate's England squad. And are you pleased with the announcement or is there anyone else Southgate should have chosen?
1: I think I'm pleased with the fact that Watkins has definitely got back into the squad. I'm just frustrated at the fact it's taken so long for him to get back into the squad. Uh, but I, I also think that potentially he could have Maybe took Konza as well. Um, and, and not just Lewis Dunk. That but it's what it is. We've we've got Oli Watkins in there at the moment, so I'm happy with that. And then obviously we've got the likes of Paul Torres, Martinez, McGinn. We've
0: got some good op- good options, even international football.
1: And 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 they're playing for their respective international countries.
0: I think he's drawn the notes a little bit for that. Yeah, well, I think I think we've got a very strong, talented squad with young talents and experience. I think it's fantastic news for Oli Watkins. Deserves caller and I think he's worked very hard for it. I think that I got Watkins as well. He's been very consistent as well. But also, the other thing I'll say is, I'm surprised that Henry Conte didn't get picked, in my opinion. He's a lot better option than some of the other centre-backs we have. You look at Harry Maguire. There is a lot better centre-backs in there than him as well. So I think Conte would definitely be the ideal in competitive guys for England I've been really impressed with performances this season it's been very good and I think with Ashley Contra as well he plays a crucial part in that team very solid at the back and he's always been very reliable as well Sorry about that, I think we've we, I've lost Josh for a minute so if you want to get involved in your comments you can just let just let me know so so are you happy okay i'll go to the next bit now is everyone happy with Watkins being called up for England and what good attributes do you think he bring to this England team well i think in my opinion i think Watkins so definitely proven what he can do. Just needs to keep scoring goals consistently. Also, as well, I like what he does, not just go to goal scoring, but he contributes well off the ball as well. To his work right and hold up play. Linking other players together. is something that a lot of Villa fans like. But also, Southgate likes to see other attributes apart from goal scoring as well. I'm really happy for Watkins. And in that Brighton game, he performed in front of Southgate and he really impressed him. I think with Watkins, it's been a long time coming. I think he definitely deserves his call-up. Right, well, next bit, I'm going to talk about um, what Kim's signing a new contract. Although I think it really shows how much the football club are moving forward. But, well, let me know your thoughts, the fans. I'm about to see it over the moon with this announcement. Yeah, it's been on the cards for a while. But if you look at the players who've got, like John McGinn, Douglas Louise, Emmy Martinez, and obviously not, not other players like Conter. He's a crucial fringe player. To show showing how much trust he's putting in our like Emery, the football club's project. And also, I mean, if he stays for another few years, he could be Aston Villa's all time Premier League goal scorer. Yeah, after that Brighton game, after he got that hat trick, he's, he's on 50 goals now. So I think um, Gabby and Bond, the Hall. Whole... He's about that, mate? My dad has no, no, moved. No, right. Gabby and Barn the Hall. I, I Gab... don't oh, yeah, yeah, know if you want to. It's um... all
1: right potentially st- start it again or... No, no, that, no I don't
0: know. It's, it's
2: live. You okay? You all right, Josh?
0: Matt, how are we right? doing?
2: How you doing? You all right, Matt? I pulled over. I'm, I'm still half away from home, so I pulled over.
0: Thank you. I really appreciate that.
2: Yeah, you okay, mate? Can you see me all right? I've got the yeah, lights yeah, on in the van. <laughs> I've got the lights on in the van. You all right?
0: Yeah.
2: I'm looking forward to the banter as well.
1: Yeah, it should be good. Yeah, apologies about that. So I, d- I don't know what's been missed in the podcast now because i No, no! i no, been...
0: on talking.
1: Yeah, so I, I couldn't hear what you're he saying, but because it was going through my car, I think my dad might have caught some of it.
0: Well, Matt is, is a Dingles fan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm only, I'm only on a Saturday, Chad. We're <laughs> uh, <laughs> still playing the Midlands. Well, I don't know. Four years since you beat us, mate. It's a bit of a question or debate, <laughs> isn't it, now. <laughs> I, mean, oh, I, was
0: just, I was just talking about um, only Watkins.
2: Oh, mate, is it some great form for you? Like, look, you know, when you've needed him. And a lot of people say some stuff about him, like he needs 10, 10 chances to score a goal in a game. The hat-trick the other week, the call-up to England, it's just showed that, you know, he's... He's highly thought
1: of, in Yeah, but, uh, he, he, you know, if you need 10 chances, as long as you score three out of those 10, or two out of those 10, at least you're scoring goals.
2: Yeah, that's it. That's it.
0: Does he? he's almost the all-time Premier League uh, goal scorer behind um, Gabby Abondahar. I think he scored 75 goals in the Premier League.
2: Yeah, and I mean, mean, to be fair, like you you said, Josh, he needs a few chances, but he scores goals. And I think the Mm. thing that Wolves have been missing for a a few years since Jimenez's injury, he's a goal scorer, so... Yeah,
1: because injuries like that, they can... You know, they seem to really affect players.
2: Yeah, of course they do, yeah. Do
0: what, kids? He's a crucial fringe player. Yeah, 100%
2: yeah and i and I think given the given the chance of England and it, it's always one of those with England like Chad and Josh, I think he'll it like on Friday he'll make a few changes and Watkins might stop. he's not blaming him with the first eleven, the ones that will create the chances like they would do for Kane and things like that, so I think if he was to put in that scenario, I think he would score a lot more and a bit more of a feature, yeah. I like his no, contribution after ball. Yeah, but that's it. He he he'll run a hundred and he'll give a hundred percent most games, won't he?
1: Yeah. But then but then it still annoys me that most Villa fans that they'll say, Oh yeah, but he's, he's still not good enough. And he, he, you know, that annoys me. That yes, they're professional footballers and they probably should score every chance they get, but it's it's not as easy as What people think it is,
2: oh, yeah, scoring goals is a no matter what league you're playing if it's a Premier League, Championship, League One, League Two to score goals at any league, sort of like that you know, it's difficult, it is, you know, and we're all right here, sat as fans saying you should have scored that, but when you're on that pitch and you're under that sort of pressure, yeah, it's difficult,
0: yeah. Because the thing is, if you don't work hard for ERI Emery. You you don't play, oh, no. yeah.
2: If you do, if you don't give hundred percent, you're not playing, are you?
1: No, but like, but look at the substitutions. I mean, going back to Thursday, last Thursday, Chadwin was playing Zorinski. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should have won that four nil, but you, you know, it's it's a one nil win. Yes, I'm pleased with the three points, but all credit to Zerinsky they defended really really well
0: But well, josh you and me were at the game what did what did you think of the game what, what's your verdict um, what you your game?
1: verdict on that game probably could have been three and a at half time um And I dread to think what the last 10 minutes did for my heart rate, which I never actually checked on my watch, which (laughs) is probably something I should have
2: done. But am I right in saying now, lads? Did you have 27 or 28 shots on target? or
1: Yeah, we did. I think it was 28 28 shots, eight on target. But the other 20 shots we had, either we missed them or their players just got in the way and blocked them.
2: And and when the team like that comes to Villa Park or or wherever it might be to come and play, or even if it was at their home ground, you know, if if they're gonna play like Aston Villa or they're gonna play a Premier League team, they're gonna want to settle for, they're gonna want to keep tight, try and shop shop. And if they get if they got a point or they drew, they could say, oh well, we didn't lose against like Aston yeah. Villa, say or. So sometimes them games are harder than than what.
1: Like us as fans, probably actually realise. Yeah, no, 100% because uh, as you said there, Matt, you know, they those sorts of games for those teams, they defend, 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 defend to try and, you know, either catch you on the break or, as you say, get a point and go, okay, we haven't lost that game. Yeah. You know, we've got a chance of winning when we're back at our ground.
0: Because in Europe, you've got different teams. With different challenges with tactically as well.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, and of course, like um, just for another example, Wolves playing Man City the other week, we we expected nothing. Like us as fans, expected nothing from the game. And if you can get a draw against Man City, probably one of the probably the best team in the world, if you would say. Like I think they are, but you know, if you get a draw against them, it's a good result. So for us to win two one, it was like an unbelievable result. Yes. City might not have been at the races that day as they normally are, or they have been the last few games, but if you get points against them, you, you've done okay against Man City, so for a yeah. team like, you know, the European games, coming to Villa Park and getting a result in the Premier League ground against Aston Villa, it, it, it's massive to them.
0: No, so for definitely 100%. The first part, with Zerinsky, it was uneventful the second half was more exciting. There is a Ritsky though they are very hard to break down. They defended for their lives. But fair play to Aston Villa. We didn't give up probing. In the end, we found the breakthrough.
2: We yeah, and come again. And that's what it's about sometimes, Chad. It's about. Even though you know you might be creating all the chances, and they're defend, defend, defend. All you need is that one breakthrough, and you've got the points then to, you know, to kick you on. Or you've got a result where you have defended, but you've kicked on, and you've got a result.
0: Okay, just go, I'll go, have a drink, guys.
2: That's all right, mate.
1: But no, but I think I think you're right there, Matt. Um, if, you, if you get, and this is what annoys me with some. Some fans, they say, oh, we should be winning these games. You, you know, you, you don't always win a game pretty, okay, if we beat Brighton 6-1 and no one would have said that. But games like that happen and then other games you might win 2-0 or 2-1 or 1-0. But you, at the end of the day, as long as you're winning games and, you, you know, winning more than you lose or draw, then you, you're in pretty good shape.
2: Well, yeah, that's it, isn't it? And, like, you know, in a race, it doesn't matter if you win by, say, an inch or a mile, like you yeah. quoted on films, if winning like winning, is winning. So if you are getting those 1-0 wins when they're needed, Rob, you know, it, it, you're still winning those games and still pushing on.
0: Yeah. So, Matt, I'll ask you this question next. Yeah. What do you think of the Premier League Midlands derby against Wolves? You were there, weren't you, Matt?
2: Yeah, I was there. My, you know, I'll, I'll go as many games as possible. And I'm at Bournemouth next weekend. I'll go as where when I can, where I can, depending on work. But um, I, I said it to my dad at half-time. I felt like both teams had a shape, and when they could have broke the shape to probably get the ball to count to to push on a bit, both teams did sit back a little bit and didn't want to break that shape and didn't want to want to concede a goal in the derby or you, you know it was it was one of those and when Wolves got when Wolves did get that breakthrough, through um, I thought it was a, a little bit against the runner play towards in the second half and um, I thought if we could have held on from perhaps 10-15 minutes after the goal you know the more Villa would have still pushed on but the more the more chance we had to try and defend that 1-0 lead but the, the goal so we sort of switched off so soon after yeah um, and when the twelve minutes was shown, or whatever it was, and then we had the red card, I said to my dad, "I said I really can see Villa, because Villa have been won for late like goals in some games, like so, mm. you know, in Europe, mm. the other day, and when the ball gets shown, they keep going." So I said, "We well, what
0: are at the post,
2: back, like literally at the, depth, that was the last ever... kick
0: of the game, you scored that, realise Yeah, a bit of lies
2: here. yeah. And, and 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 again, it was a typical derby against um, to, to, between the Wolves and Villa. I mean. Apart from the, the two games in the Championship, uh, which was great for both our home teams because we was 2 0 and then you were 4 1 at Villa Park, um, the only other game I said that was entertaining was the 3 2 at Villa Park, but Villa dominated and was 2 0 up after 80 minutes. And it was just the 10 minutes uh, um, that Wolves had that little flourish and managed to get the result. But other than that, the games have not, they've always been quite close. A bit like you said, Chad, a bit. Um, a bit boring, a bit nitty gritty, a bit. We've not had a game where we thought, "Wow, what a game of football that was!"
0: Well, I think in the end, a draw was probably a fair result. Uh, to yeah, that's very well.
2: Yeah, I think a draw would be a fair result. Um, and you know, I spoke to a lot of Villa fans during the week, and um, the, the question was raised about the Watkins penalty that. VAR looked at or whatever, but mm. I said anywhere else on the pitch, I said they give a free kick for that nowadays. What yeah, but
1: the thing is, I jump jumping there, Matt. Um, you, you see them give them sometimes and, and then you don't see them give them. So, where's the consistency in that?
2: There's definitely not, there's no consistency in the Premier League at the minute with fouls, penalties, uh, like there's no consistency. But as no. a VAR ref, you should be able to look at that and go, well, if it's a foul, one game, it's got to be a foul. Another game, and I yeah. also said to the Villa fans that we spoke, that I spoke to it about. I said, but if it was the other way and Walls had, yeah, you know, Walls play would have been through and shoved and it was a penalty. The Villa fans would have felt a bit. Uh, they would have felt a bit um, like a soft penalty, like he's gone down after feeling the touch. But
0: Does it, like, it wasn't working. Shooting. I think if he didn't get that shot of white, that would be given, that penalty.
2: Yeah. It, and like Josh said, Chad, it, it's this inconsistency that it, that he's getting teams every game. Like, Liverpool had the offside. Was it against Tottenham? They had the offside. Yes, it was, yeah. Um, and there was uproar about it. But how many decisions have we seen for, like, me as a Wolves fan and you two as Villa fans... That it's a stonewall decision and not given because we're Wolves and Villa, not Liverpool or Manchester. Yeah.
1: It, 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 it always happens.
2: And that's where you're right, Josh. The consistency has got to be. If it's a rule for one, it's got to be a rule for all.
1: Yeah, and okay. If you if you miss if you miss something, okay, you know maybe you've missed that for whatever reason. But then don't go next week and then go and miss exactly the same thing.
2: Yeah, I know. And, and and it's all right saying, like, oh, so- we are sorry you missed that. But if you've just lost a game, like, uh, I'm trying to think of the game where they Man United away, first game of the season, and Walsh who had the penalty and they missed it. And they said straight after the game, sorry, that was a penalty. But you can't be yeah. shown 10 replays and then say, sorry, after the game. You've already been see- you've already seen 10 mm. replays to know it was a foul.
1: Yeah, and it, it was like... You know, going back to the first season that Villa come back up, and I'm probably going to get a bit of heat for this, but the um, Sheffield United goal that wasn't given, which ultimately ended up sending them down, that's, you know, OK, that's technology's fault, but those it, it's the same thing with some of the decisions from the VAR and the referees, you, you know, As you said, Matt, you could get one one week and then next week, you know, it's cost you the game and potentially, you know, that's the difference between staying in the Premier League and getting relegated to the Championship or something or even potentially, you know, missing out on Europe.
2: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Because VAR, though, I think it's really in the game.
1: To me, that's... that's a whole different podcast there in itself,
0: mate. <laughs>
2: yeah, because yeah, there are yeah. <laughs> yeah, to me to me it has ruined the game. I mean, we all like you know, we all go to the games and if, if you're at Villa Park or I'm at Wolves or, you know, we're away somewhere, uh say you're away at, I don't know, Man United or Liverpool, and you're sat there, there's a goal gone in, and you're at the live game but you're waiting for somebody in London to tell you if it was a goal or not. So you might as well sit at home and watch Sky <laughs> Sports. Yeah. It just takes that but, excitement at like the fan. It takes the fan excitement out the game.
0: No, one hundred percent as well. It takes like them ages to make a decision. Yeah, yeah. Well, you actually waste it, waste time.
1: Yeah. And it's like I was watching. Was it the England Argentina game in the rugby? And there was a there was a hit to the head completely accidental, you know he's gone to tackle him and, but because he was out of control the referee had initially gone okay sim bin for 10 minutes yellow card but whilst he was in the sim bin checking they had the yeah. they had the what's called the foul play match official checking it yeah, and the game was still going on, and then at the, at the end of the seven minutes, we went okay. I've looked at the angles. Can you upgrade it to a red card? Now, if if they did that in FIFA or football, you know, you know, I'm not saying that if there was a penalty that was missed, you, can, you know, you can forget about that. But if there was an issue where potentially someone had been injured from a tackle, and the referee yeah. maybe went. Okay, I've only given a yellow card at the time because it. I don't think it warrants a red card. So if they then said to the VAR, "Okay, you've got, five we'll carry on playing, to
2: check
1: it. you've got I don't know five, five maybe ten minutes to check it and go. Yeah. Okay, we've checked the angles, um, and we'd like you to upgrade it to a red card. Then I'd be happy with that because it would stop all this. You know, oh, there's a penalty. I'm going to go and check it at the screen and. you you know, waste five minutes of the game.
2: But I think that again, with that with Josh, if they said five or 10 minutes, like say Villa was on the, the, like there was pressure in the team, that team had a yellow card foul and they're checking it. But then 10 minutes goes by and it should have been a red. So Villa could have had an extra 10 minutes then with the extra man. So, uh, you know, it's very fine lines to how Villa could make that work to an advantage then or any team like me
1: yeah or it's, potentially, a very tough, it... it's
2: a very fine line that and tough
1: or maybe even tough. a minute and if they don't decide yeah. what they want to do in that t- say two minutes or whatever then the on-field decision stays
2: yeah or oh, or oh, oh, chad and josh like the like the cricket you get like a, a, a lot. I don't really watch cricket, but I know they have uh, a few opportunities to challenge the yeah. the on-field decision. So if they thought if they give a yellow card and they thought it was a red, Villa could maybe use one of them decisions. At last, like you say, Josh, a minute. they could look at that review. And after that time's gone for the review, if it's done, it's done, and you've wasted a review. Or there's got to be ways to try and make this VAR a bit more fair towards other teams, not the not the yeah. like all the top six.
1: Because, uh, I mean, this is a completely different sport, but it's the same in the NHL where you've got... Oh,
0: yeah.
1: In Toronto, you've got the Situation Room, which is like the VAR room. But instead of it being like a current referee, you, you, you've got ex-league officials that may have refereed for a certain amount of time. But... They've got cameras on each and every single game going on that night. And good, like you said, Matt, in football, if you had like, you could say, okay, we want to challenge that. And in the NHL, the coaches have what's called a coach's challenge. Um, if you, if there's a player offside but a goal's given, they can go, okay, we want to challenge that. And if it's okay, it's given offside but if the if they don't see and it's not given as offside or they don't think the coach's challenge warranted what they thought, then automatically that team, now I don't know if it's changed this year or it's still the same rule, but yeah. you either lose your team's timeout or you get a sister bench penalty. Yeah.
0: Because like with the balls game, it's a very stop and start. Yeah, so it stops the game flow like with all these what VAR decisions.
2: Yeah, yeah. and I, I, I like Chad. I do think the referee stopped and started the game, and he could have let the game flow, which then it would have made it for a more entertaining game for us as fans. No, hundred
0: percent. I'll tell you what, though, mate. Uh, Neto, what a player he is.
2: Yeah, he's he's uh he's took a while to come back from his couple of injuries, but yeah, he's he's out like him and then Chan on the other, you know the, they've got a good um, setup at the minute, and they know if if Neto's running down the ring, Chan makes that that run just to be where where he expects the ball to be. But Neto, is uh I think we'll be lucky to keep hold of him in January, but then again, if he keeps performing the way he does, I would say January Wolves have got to demand a certain fee.
0: For for him, Can you a lot cash a lot of problems.
2: Yeah, at the minute he's just playing really well. He's full of confidence, and
0: he'll definitely go uh, to a big club.
2: Yeah, I, I can. Yeah, Arsenal are interested in him, um, but it's like that. You could leave. You could leave Wolves and go to Arsenal, but you might be on the bench for a bit, and it's whether they want to play in you know, or a lot of footballers these days do want the money though, don't they? So they do. And they want the medal so they do jump at that. If they play one game in three, they get a medal. They get the better money. So yeah, we'll, we'll do well to keep hold of him. But...
0: It's, it's ball, not... Josh, I'll ask you this question. Going yep. into more into the Wolves game, who was your player of the match? Ooh. From the Austin Villa perspective. Uh...
1: Now, Unfortunately because I was at work I didn't get a chance to watch any of the game. But I think it's just nice to see us playing some good football for a change. Um, um but I'm I'm gonna be greedy here and I'm gonna give it Pal Torres just purely for the fact that he scored. Yeah, a little
0: bit of it, I agree with that.
1: Now because I didn't see much of the game or any of it at all, I can't really comment on how the other members of the teams played. Um, but it, it, you know, because we're sat there sort of gelling as a team, and okay, bear in mind some games it might be a bit, bit slow, but then there's, we've scored three goals. I'm, I'm, I'm still enjoying it as a Villa fan. Did I give you scroll up my notes a little
0: bit? they go the other way if you go. Yeah, at what you said about Paul Torres. I think he's absolutely excellent. He's a very intelligent footballer. Do you realise he's actually a little bit like Rochet? He's got a great passing ability, and I think his vision is incredible as well.
1: Yeah, occasionally scores a couple of goals, um, and I think once Nicola Zaniolo gets going, I think I think we'll be okay with him as well.
0: I don't like him, I do.
1: Mm.
0: Also, with Paul Torres, he scored his first goal for the football club. Did it has be yeah. against Wolves as well.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Matt.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't uh, were a bad goal, to be fair. He made the run. Uh, Wolves did switch off defensively, I thought, Samado, but he got into that area where if a ball come in, he was ready to attack it and put it in the net, and that's exactly what he did did so.
0: Because the Wolves fans are still celebrating.
2: Yeah, that's it. they scored
0: straight away.
2: Yeah, a bit of of a kick in the teeth at Chad, to be fair, because I was was giving it me all singing, but...
1: (laughs) And I I, I think that's the thing, you you know, they always say, "Oh, you're you're, you're most vulnerable when you score because you've got, you've just come off that high of scoring a goal. Yeah. But then, like that, you've got to switch back on and it's really difficult to do it.
2: And we didn't. made for the goal, just didn't switch back on. And, yeah, it allowed Villa get in. And, I, and I, to be honest, like the result was fair. And I, and I think it's what both teams deserve. But, yeah, we scored. And then, we, like you say, we left ourselves vulnerable and made it quite easy for Villa to get back into that game at that point. Hmm.
0: So, Maths, from a Wolves point of view, who was your player of the match?
2: Um, well, like, like obviously we mentioned earlier, you've got to put Neto up there because every time he got the ball, he looked for the wing, looked to drive, at, um, you know, Villa's defence. Uh, and I said to my dad, I thought Dawson had another good game. He was quite good in the air and on the corners. Him And Dawson and McGinn were quite at it trying to disrupt each other. So... So, for me, it's probably between Pedro Neto and Dawson because since Dawson's joined us, he has been unbelievable, to be fair for us. Did he
0: he play for West Ham before, did he?
2: Yeah, West Ham. He's also been at uh, the others up the road that we don't like to talk about, Chad, (laughs) innit? The
0: Tesco bags, yeah.
2: The Tesco bags, mate, you're right. But, yeah, he's come to us. And last season, when we signed him, he really made a difference for keeping us in the league. He was that bit of the older head... Within the young lads, and he was ju- he was solid. So, and then again, again Sunday, I, I didn't think he did a lot wrong Sunday. To be fair, so.
0: So, Josh, what is a uh, your predicted lineup for England versus Australia? Oh, going back to, England, to the Intel international right now.
1: I think I don't think he'll start with Watkins. I think as annoying as it. As it is, I think he'll be on the bench.
0: Yeah, he'll come off the bench. I think what kids hope for that.
1: now. Pickford, no matter what, he'll be in goal anyway. But I think he'll also, you know, you know, he'll he'll start with the usual back four. Of, you know, and the, the last few international games I haven't really watched. But uh, and I think Grealish a potentially start unless he's also on the bench.
2: I think I think you might swap the team around a little bit because it's like the friendly. Um, but I was looking at it earlier, Chad. When you put the question to me earlier in the week, I had a look and yeah. I thought, well, who's going to play left back? Because is, is that Colwell a left back or does he have other left left
1: But you've no also got Coil Walker.
2: Yeah. I, I, it, it it's a strange run for Australia because you know against you know, the Euro qualifiers you'll play the team he always plays. He's got he's got friends and he's got you know, he's he's got the team that he plays. But against Australia he'll make a couple of changes. Um I I, I think I think he'll make a change at centre back partnership. Uh I think you might see Maguire maybe play. Um but I I do think that Watkins probably should be given a chance against Australia. If he's gonna change it, I'd give him the chance. But again, there's changing it. And if he changes two wingers, he might not get the service of Cain, so it makes Watkins look like he's not done as well. Yeah. As well as you know what I mean. So
0: you might make Cleveland Wilson maybe.
2: Yeah, I I had a quick look at I had a quick look at the uh, at the squad, sort of, and I think I think Gate might even put Phillips in there, which I don't really agree because he's not played a lot of football. Yeah. No. Um, in terms of the other lads, but you've got Phillips and Henderson. Who Henderson's obviously moved to Saturday. You have got Phillips, who's not really playing, but he is going to make he's going to make a few changes, I think, for the Australia game, just to give a few of the lads a runner and to look at them.
0: Yeah. But even though um, Jim Bendigan used to play for Blues. He's a fantastic player.
2: Yeah, he's, he's brilliant, he is? isn't he? He's brilliant. Is he got, got 19 or 20 or something, is he? Yeah, uh, I think he I, I thought he I thought he was about 21, I did, Chad. Something like um, that, no, yeah, he's quite you know, young. He's early on anyway, isn't he? And he's just shown the potential to be just unbelievable, isn't
0: he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%.
2: Um, but yeah, I'd, would would you would you two start Watkins on Friday and see see how he gets on? Like like to give him a bit more of a chance to
1: see. I, I think so, yeah. Because he, you know, if he, if he nicks a couple of goals in the England shirt, it'll did give you, him a bit more confidence. Yeah, no, definitely, Chad.
0: Well I reckon Southgate. You know what he's like. I think I think he'd probably I think he'd take him off the bench off the bench probably.
2: Yeah. yeah. To be honest, to be honest, Chad, uh and Josh, it sometimes like these sort of international breaks, I'll get really bored with watching England sometimes. I'd I i do not know what it is, but in the tournaments they seem to do okay. But then in these sort of uh, international breaks throughout the season, um and I know ones are qualifying obviously Australia's fight, but I'll get quite bored of watching them. It's quite defensive, it's quite it's not easy on the eye, is it?
0: No, it's not.
1: No. Yeah, uh, that's um, was it the last international game we played? I think I watched about 10 minutes of it and then went and did something else because it was that boring.
2: Yeah, you do, you just get so bored of seeing the, the same old Southgate tactics and you know, not really mm. going in for a game. Like, we've got Australia forward. let's go out attacking and let's see what the attacking players can do. I know we've got to still watch the defense and what they do, but let's let the attacking players and Maybe go to up top. Let's see what we what two strikers can do. These are the games when you experiment and you see what, what we can do moving forward.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Because that, but that's the thing, as you said there, Matt. You know, he, he seems to be set on his team that he wants for the tournament. But then equally, if it does become friendly, he then doesn't experiment because he likes to stay with that. Team rooted into the system.
2: Yeah, his, his shape and everything. He likes to stay with that, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah. So, guys, what are your score predictions
0: for the next two England games?
1: Uh, so, two in England for Australia. And, and who's the next one?
2: Italy. Italy next, then.
1: Uh. Do we have to play it? Um, <laughs> you can mute that bit out, Chad. I actually don't have my Italian top on, but I'm going to say
2: 1-1. I think I'm going to go with 3-0 Friday against Australia, hoping that he, he puts the right team out to attack the game a bit. Um, and then Italy, tough one, but I'm going to go England 2-1. you got to always stick, stick with... Uh, England and guy that we're going to win both the games.
0: Well, well, guys, mm. I went for the same as you, Matt. I went three though. It's going to be comfortable win yeah. against Australia, and I think the Italy guy. Before talk, I think with Italy though, they've got some really good young talented players coming through.
1: Yeah, um, I think and it's uh, the uh, those
0: guys. Yeah,
2: yeah, Italy so have got a good, a decent squad. To be fair.
1: He'll probably bag a goal and Donnarumma will probably do something to stop us some somehow scoring a goal of some
0: sort. Can I just scroll the notes not a bit? I'll just let you score. So i have to the last question now, guys. What do you expect from England in the next two games? I'll start with you, Matt.
2: Uh, I don't know what, in terms of what I expect, I don't know because Kate. Southgate has not played the best football we've ever seen of England. But I would like to see a more, more attacking and more open throughout midfield in terms of being able to put the through ball for and, and and you know, really give the game some attack. The game, I'd like to see an attacking England team. But Southgate's like quite rigid in his system. he likes to set up. And if it's a 1-0 win, it's a 1-0 it win. Yeah, but, it, you know, I would like to see a bit more uh, of an... Like an offense from England, I'd like to see him attack the games a bit more, a little bit more.
1: Yeah, because as as you said there, Matt, you, you know it's it's all good and well, you, you know, you know, drawing your games out and okay, scraping a one nil win, but do you want to be constantly playing for one nil wins? I mean. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'd, sorry, Josh. I think in the World Cups and the Euros, you'd take 1-0s to get through and get through and get through and get to the final. Yeah. But in, but in the maybe the friendly and the qualifiers, you'd like to see a bit more of an expansive England side and let them treat, like, try and push on and just, just see what the lads can do if you let them have that that freedom role and let them... Yeah.
0: Well, you know, my thoughts. I expect different tests... From both opposition, but I think with the quality we have in the squad, we should do enough to win both games.
2: Yeah, correct, Chad. I, sure. think, I think the quality we have, we should. Um, but you know, it's about tactics and how we set up and how we play, and and like we've said it a couple of times, Safka is quite a rigid manager, and he and sometimes it can be a bit too negative. But I think you're right, Chad. We have definitely got the quality. And, to push on and win those, the two games.
0: And maybe Olly Watkins might get his chance off the bench or even start to impress
2: him. Yeah, I think, think, so. It, yeah. Yeah, I think so, Josh. I think he needs to get on, down and show what he can do, what he's been doing for Villa, show what he can do on the international stage as well.
1: Yeah, I think, mate, I think, OK, I'm going to maybe change my line for pot- uh, potentially. Is it tomorrow, the England game?
2: Yes, mate. Tomorrow yet?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to change it then for the Australia game. We're going to go. Hopefully, he starts Watkins with it being a friendly. Give him a bit of a chance to see what he can do, and then
2: yeah, that's going to be a good, old, yeah,
0: a
1: good be an idea. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, think, I
2: think give him the ninety minutes at least to you know to give him. The, he's deserved the chance, so let him have his chance.
1: Yeah, and and then maybe against Italy, second nation to me, but. <laughs> we'll leave out. Um, I think maybe against Italy potentially see how we're getting on after 60-70 minutes and then bring him on
0: with fresh legs or something I to have to give in Italy after we got beaten on penalties from them
2: yeah it's a tough one to take, weren't it Chad?
0: in the final especially <sighs> a lesson about that <laughs> yeah a about that yeah
2: yeah, but Josh, you got the best of both worlds, like you just said, It you know, you Italian can put the England top on or put the Italy top on, you can celebrate.
1: Hmm. <laughs> no, it, it'll it always, England will always be first. But it's just a second nation, due to family, you know.
2: Yeah, the soft spot for Italy is like, you know, with your family.
1: Yeah.
2: It's like Chad though, isn't it, Chad? you Villa first, but where's your granddad? you got the soft spot for Wolves, really, haven't you, <laughs> <mate? laughs> Does he know
0: the opposite of converting my granddad to Wolves, uh, dinner,
2: Yeah, right. I'd like to see that, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I, Chad, I think no matter how hard you try, I don't think you're going to convert no, you. I, I
2: think I've definitely lost that battle. Why do not he convert you to a Wolves fan, Chad?
0: No, no, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> The video though, they did qualify the World Cup. No, they've underachieved the last couple of seasons.
2: I think there's a lot, uh, there's a lot changed though, since that, Chad, with the uh, you know, the World Cup and stuff. I think there's quite a bit change in the background as well as the pitch,
1: yeah. Because going, going back to you know, going back to a year or two, that URO that game. Again, what's VAR doing when they look at that when Saka got pulled back?
2: Again, um, another, another VAR problem that we spoke about earlier. We should really good rant about VAR.
1: Chad, can we do a separate podcast? With <laughs> <Just> a, VAR. <laughs>
2: a, VAR. a VAR podcast and the referee <laughs> podcast, Chad, eh? I might. you know
1: quite a lot about podcasts
2: already.
0: If you know anybody at work who would be interested subscribing to the podcast, do you please spread the word?
2: Yeah, I always tell everyone, Chad, i go in the pub. And I went in the pub on uh, Monday. for apply for the Darts team now. I'm not very good, but I apply for the Darts team. <laughs> uh, I went in and I was telling them all that I was on today. You know, with work, I'm hoping to get back and we're on. Um, I've told them all to subscribe and all look. And then it's a bit more about the podcast though as well, isn't it, Chad? It's about... It's about know, the
0: part of condition.
2: Yeah, it's about the condition. It's about raising the awareness for that as well, Chad. So I'm going go
0: to keep at it.
2: Yeah, and I've been telling everybody, you know, while while, we, while you do what you do, while while we while we it's nice. So they're all going to say they're going to have a look at me talking about the walls on here. But <laughs> yeah, thank hmm. you. But yeah, it's about raising awareness, mate, and keep going and doing what you're doing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I really appreciate that.
1: And, 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 you know, I said the same thing to him as well. Like, I've got cerebral palsy, but just because I've got that, it, 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 it doesn't stop me from, you know, going to concerts and going out to places. Does
0: what has got equality, is what you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I
2: mean, yeah, you, you know, you just got to keep raising awareness for both. And we, you know, like, like you say, it's the opportunity, perfect opportunity, Chad, with your podcast and Josh being on. To put the word out there for both of you, and and you know, keep the keep it going, and keep the. There's some people, you know, like like you said, Josh. You still go to concerts and things like that, and some people sometimes they uh, they get an illness or they're born with an illness, and they they don't realise what they can and can't do until they go mm. and try and do different things and, and and keep it going.
1: I mean, I don't I don't think you'd ever catch me trucking myself out an airplane because that's not my sort of thing but...
2: <laughs> Oh my, mate I wouldn't be doing that either <laughs>
1: um, but no like concerts I, I've always enjoyed going to And Thank you
2: Chad you
0: like yeah, your concerts busy yeah.
1: social life yeah equally saying about the ice hockey earlier I enjoyed going to watch that as well
2: who do you follow Josh in the ice hockey
1: uh, Wow well uh, solely barons, but that's because my dad used to play for them.
2: Yeah, I'm a Telford Tigers fan. I am.
1: Yeah, I can take that because it's a Midlands team. Um, yeah, and they're, so. and,
2: and they're playing orange and they playing orange and black. So <laughs> I've
1: got some orange trainers. In fact, as going to Telford. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, in fact, they're actually orange and black. So I guess so. No, um, yeah. my, my dad used to play for. Solihull Hall in the early eighties and um, but then my mum also played for the Solihull Hall vixens yeah. it's it in
0: the blood
1: yeah, yeah. that's it so the, and and they were both captain my dad was captain of the men's and mum was captain of the women's team
2: nice I might see a game one day then josh over in Solly <laughs> Yeah, in potentially
1: yeah, let me let me know when you're down and we'll go and you
2: and you Chad we'll get you a nice towel for Yeah, so yeah. Orange well, and black well, and you can well, get I'm the orange and good
1: black one eh? Yeah, so you can put your you team can team put team your them, um you can put your villa blanket on as well, Chad.
2: Cover it up. Yeah.
0: Well to finish off the podcast, uh I'm gonna read read out a few some comments. What well, I got a comment from Will Ed. Wolves just found at every opportunity. Four yellows, one red. Brackets twenty-seven fouls. I'll we'll be happy playing for a point. In a game against Villa,
2: um, that's one of those, isn't it? I mean, you know, considering the, the positions in the league and how you started and how we started, and I think I, I think we would have been happy with the point before the game. Uh, in terms of the fouls, I thought both teams were quite niggly within the fouls, which. Is a fair comment again. Um but but yeah, I, I'd have been happy with a point at the start of the game, Chad, to be honest. I would have took that. Yeah, I um, bet
0: most Wolves fan would have said that probably.
2: Yeah, and that and to be fair, that's not a, a bad question actually. I, I know the foul I know we might have had more fouls or whatever, but I thought the game was quite scrappy in terms of fouls. But the point I think Wolves fans would be happy with a point. At the start of the game, if you'd have said a point, you'd, you'd have taken it, wouldn't you, know?
1: Yeah. Because if because if you look at it, it's a Derby game. And, OK, it's good to get the wins. But Derby games, uh, they're always difficult to predict. Three because you don't want to be the team that makes the mistake. But equally, also, you don't want to be... The team that runs away with it, because that then goes, oh, okay, the other team didn't turn up. Whereas, you know, if, if it's a point, then in a
2: derby game, as long as you're not losing, mm. you know, you you got to, you know. And I don't say I'm not trying to put a comment in there, but Villa have struggled against Wolves as of late. It's been a bit of a record, low game. Yeah, so, to take a point away from the game, as long as you're not losing the games after a bad run against us sort of thing.
1: Yeah, and then then it's different.
2: And then again, we're not losing again in a derby game. So, I think both teams, you'd want, obviously, the we all want the three points and the position of you are in the league, you want the three points, but a draw at the end of the day, is not you're not losing in a derby game. You can push on no. in other games and not lose your derby games.
1: No, definitely 100% there.
0: Oh well, yeah, I'll read the last comments. Let's just have a look at it. Okay, Daniel Barhain. Yeah, it takes them ages. And they make the wrong call. Amazing how it's ruined the game. Do you totally agree with that? Yeah, I think...
2: Talking about VAR there, um, <laughs> it's exactly what we've all said, isn't it? <laughs> and like Josh said, we could have a separate a podcast for a VAR, couldn't we? Yeah, the other that we have a really
0: good rant about that,
1: and I think if <laughs> we did that, mate, I think we might get the podcast taken
2: off because <laughs> yeah. yeah. there's well, a lot of a, things that's on one. It's definitely one for another day, out, though. Yeah. Chad, it's another, to- it's another opportunity to get us all, all three of us on and talk about it.
0: Yeah, I'm up for that, definitely. Yeah, 100%. No, I'll definitely do, odd. but it is here, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely, definitely.
1: something else we could talk about.
2: Yeah, and and Chad, I like the way now that you uh. You pull the comments up and we have a look and we can address the, you know, the comments and look at them and see what other people are thinking of too, mate. And it's nice to know that there's plenty of people watching and commenting and, and seeing what you're doing, mate. Yeah, I've got
0: a good setup.
2: Yeah, it's great. Apart from that thing in the background, Chad, I can just see a bit. You know, we need to change that. But
1: do you want me to get one of my Toronto Maple Leafs jerseys next time, mate?
2: <laughs> yeah, that'll do. That'll do. I'll get the Telford Tigers top on him. <laughs>
0: But but no, like cha- I'm, I'm going to bring this episode to a close uh, thank you everyone for watching if you have enjoyed this podcast please give it a like share and please subscribe to my channel also remember to keep your post notifications turned on uh, thank you so much josh and matt for your time not a problem Chad.
2: Pleasure, chatters as always, well, and keep up the good work. The podcast, mate, it's brilliant. Love it. Thank
0: you. The last thing that yeah. is left to say is up the villa. Never oh. just before you end it, just before you end it, everyone.